0: Welcome to the Fox River Podcast. We are a church with a heart for people and the message of Jesus. It is our desire that you'll be drawn closer to God through today's teaching. To access notes from today's message, go to foxriverchristians.org slash message. Thanks for listening.
1: It is truly great to have each and every one of you with us, so many joining online at each of our campuses as well. I just want to give a personal word of appreciation to the first responders that are here with us. My dad was a police officer as well as an EMT, and so really from the bottom of my heart, my family as well, we just want to say thank you for what you do. Our hope is that you sense God with you when you get into those, you know, emergency and crisis situations and for his grace and help as you seek to be able to be there for us in the time that we need it. So thank you. Thank you. And again, just thank you so very much. As we start a new series, Unstoppable, there's a question. I think it's a fun question, actually, that I hope that you're going to take home, talk about at, you know, dinner tonight, tomorrow Take it to work with you and just see what others have to say. The question is this. What do you know that is truly unstoppable? Here's my list that I've started out with. I've got five. One, a tsunami. A tidal wave is something that is truly, say it with me, unstoppable. That's right. Um, An avalanche, number two. That would be something that would be unstoppable. Hundreds of thousands of tons of snowstone snow, stone that's shooting down a mountain that way, it would be, let's say it, unstoppable for sure. Three, a raging forest fire. And as we've seen so many times over this past year, when they break out, there is nothing that is going to be able to stop them that way. Time is something that is also What? It's unstoppable, isn't it? I mean, you can bet your life that tomorrow the sun is going to rise again. The earth is going to continue to rotate on its axis. And then number five would be Jesus' church. You see, it was Jesus himself that said this, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. It's not that Jesus was saying, hey, I'm going to build my church and there's not going to be any opposition. In fact, I think that whole gates of hell thing, that shows the great opposition that's been thrown up against Jesus' church. And yet, it has been unstoppable. And that's leading us to the book of Acts. You see, Acts gives us the first 30 years of Jesus' unstoppable church. It's kind of like the first adventures and the breaking out of what it is that Jesus has intended to go worldwide that way. But Acts isn't only going to be there for a resource for us in that. Acts also is so appropriate for us today because when we wonder what kind of church does Jesus want? What is the kind of church that I Would want to be a part of that we would want to be a part of, that Jesus would want to be a part of, which is what brings us to the source of where we want to spend the next few weeks together. So if you happen to have a Bible with you, I'm gonna ask you to turn to the book of Acts. If you have the Bible app on your phone, would you just grab it right now, open that up, and let's go to Acts together. As we're going to the book of Acts. Acts doesn't have everything that Jesus did in the original building of the church in the first 30 years. In fact, you could say there's just a little sliver, the key stepping stones to the unstoppable church as it's beginning to grow and emerge at that point. So similarly, we are not gonna be able to cover everything that's in the book of Acts in the few weeks that we have together. So I wanna ask if you would please, would you join me over the next 30 days or so and read through the book of Acts. There's 28 chapters in it, so if you take a chapter a day, take you about a month to get through it. If you have never read the book of Acts before, you are going to find it to be amazing. If you have read the book of Acts before and you're rereading it, you're going to find it to be, (laughs) that's right, it is still, it is amazing what is in there. One other thing that I hope that you will do with us as we move into this series, and that is, would you join a discussion group that is an unstoppable discussion group? We do them online, we do them live and in person. You can very easily just scan the QR code that you're seeing in front of you, and if you'll do that, you'll just go to um, the series discussion group in there, but it will give you the opportunity to ask. More questions, you know, questions that might come up in your mind. Can of take things a little bit further that way? I think you're going to find it really enjoyable to be able to do that. One other thing that we've got taken place over these next several weeks would be we're actually doing one of our advanced biblical studies on Wednesday night on the book of Acts. So if you're somebody that wants to go like deep, deep, deep into the book of Acts, then that's something that I want to encourage you just to, to jump in and to be a part of. Let's take a look at like the first 11 verses or so as the book opens up. Ready? In my former book, Theophilus, I wrote about all that Jesus began to do and teach until the day that he was taken up into heaven after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles he had chosen. After his suffering, he presented himself to them and gave them many convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them over a period of 40 days And spoke about the kingdom of God. Let's pause there for just a second. The book of Acts is addressed to an individual by the name of Theophilus. Theophilus means one who loves God. So if you, because it's a nickname, it's an additional name that's given to a person, if you are one who loves God, then the book of Acts is for you. And it should hold a special place to you that way. It was written by Luke. Now, he starts out saying this. In my former book, Theophilus, so there is a prequel to the book of Acts. It's called The Gospel According to Luke. Luke writes the biography of Jesus. Now, if you've never read before the Gospel of Luke, would you take on just a little bit extra Read Luke first before you read Acts. Now again, just take a chapter a day. It might take you a little bit into the summer to be able to do it, but I guarantee you, it is going to be rich, and it will be even a fuller experience for you if you're willing to do that. Back to verse. Back to verse four now. On one occasion, while Jesus was eating with them, Jesus has appeared to his disciples like 40 days over 500 of them personal appearances and you'd think the resurrected Jesus when he appears I mean everybody's just going to be like sitting at his feet and he's just going to be standing up and teaching them and I think this is like amazing when Jesus appears to his disciples he's like hey who wants to get something to eat resurrection I mean We have so much to look forward to, and Jesus' desire, not simply to go like, let me just teach you some stuff, but I want to draw you into this experience, into the real relationship that I want for you that way. So cool. It says, while he was eating with them, he then gave them this command. Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift. Would you say the gift with me? Wait for the gift. The gift my father promised which you've heard me speak about, for John baptized with water, but in a few days you'll be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Then, he, then they gathered around him and asked him, Lord, are you going to restore the kingdom to Israel now? Let's just pause for again one second here. Jesus' followers looked at him, the resurrected one, as unstoppable now. And they, as it's so easy for us to do, began to read into what it was that they think that Jesus should be doing. They're looking at Jesus saying, as the unstoppable one, you can dethrone King Caesar, which nobody liked anyways. And you can set up as the new head over the world empire... A new government. And Israel is going to be restored to power, the superpower that it used to be. And from this new kingdom that you now reign over, Jesus, you're going to be able to do God's work in the world and bring in his kingdom. That's what they're thinking. Jesus, you can, through political use, change everything. And Jesus just looks at him and goes... "Um, No, but I've got a better plan. My plan involves changing people from the inside out, and in fact, when you try to change people just politically, well, it doesn't really turn out so good. So he says, verse 7, it's not for you to know the times or the dates the Father has set by his own authority, but. You will receive power. Here's Jesus' better plan. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And after this, Jesus was taken up before their very eyes, and a cloud hid him from their sight. And while they were looking intently into the sky, as Jesus was going, when suddenly two men dressed in white stood beside him, <laughs> men of Galilee, they said. Why do you stand looking up into the sky? The same Jesus who's been taken from you into heaven will come back in the same way that you've seen him go into heaven. Now I think Jesus in his departure here was both definitive and a bit dramatic in his, say, in his way of saying, hey guys, it's, it's goodbye for now, but I have so much for you to do. And before he left, Jesus said there are two gifts, two blessings that I want to leave with you. And they were for his followers then. And they're for his followers today. That That would be for us that are here. If you've received Jesus as your Savior, these are gifts and blessings that God has for you right now. If you haven't received Jesus as your Savior yet, these are gifts and blessings that God wants to impact your life as well. Here's what they are. If you're taking notes, the first one is this. Jesus said, I want you to have the blessing and the gift of the Holy Spirit. Now, the book of Acts could actually be called The Works of the Holy Spirit Through the Church of Jesus Christ. Except that would be a really long title for a book, wouldn't it? 50 different times. 50 different times. There's only 28 chapters in the book of Acts. 50 times the Holy Spirit is referenced in the book of Acts. The Holy Spirit was God's gift to us of his empowerment. That is, God gives to us his power to be able to do the things that he asks us to do, to be able to do his will. God gave to us the blessing of the Holy Spirit so that he would be a helper to us in our lives. Just like Jesus was to his followers, the Holy Spirit is there to help us now. So you might be wondering... What does that mean to me? It means this, to Guy. With the Holy Spirit, God is giving me the help to be the dad that I want to be and that my kids need to be. I don't know growing up if you had had a great dad, if you had a not quite great dad. Maybe you had an absent father that's there. And you're going like, I don't know if I have what it takes to be the dad that my kids need. Here's the news. The Holy Spirit is there to help you and do that, to be the mom that your kids need you to be, that you can be as well. The Holy Spirit is there to help us at work, to be able to do our jobs in a way that honors God. The Holy Spirit is given to me so that I can experience the life change that I most need in my life. If you're like me, there are times that you have thought or said out loud this, I'll never change. I am who I am. I'm never going to be able to overcome this. I'm never going to be able to to change. I'm never going to be able to get out from this addiction that's in my life. And then God gives to us his Holy Spirit to be able to bring about lasting life change. Would you agree with me? That one of the greatest gifts that God has ever given to us individually would be the Holy Spirit himself the power to be able to do those things that God puts in our heart to be able to do. Every single believer, everyone that's opened their life up to Jesus has the Holy Spirit in them. In fact, Romans 8 says this, that the Spirit that God has given to you doesn't make you slaves or cause you to be afraid. Instead, the Spirit makes you a child of God. If you haven't received Jesus as your Savior yet, The Holy Spirit is active in your life as well. See, it's the Holy Spirit that will affirm that God is, will affirm that God's word is in your life, what it is to be able to communicate just what it is that you need right now. It's the Holy Spirit that's the one that is drawing you, opening you up to God's working in your life. It is a great gift that he has given to us to be able to bless us and to equip us for that which He desires for us to step into with Him. Now, there's a second unstoppable gift or blessing that Jesus left with His, with his followers and He gives to us as well. And it is, if you're taking notes, it would be the gift or the blessing of co-mission. That is, to be able to be an active follower of his. Remember what Acts 1-8 said? You will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my, what's the word? Say it again. You will be my, you will be my what? Yet you will be a witness of me, for me. 39 different times Acts talks about the witness And how God is using them in everyday life that way. The great commission that Jesus gave to all of his followers is this. Therefore go and make disciples of all the nations. Then he says baptize them. Baptizing is what Jesus is referring to here is believer's baptism. It's another way of our witness. Outwardly saying that we have trusted Jesus as our Savior. So, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I've commanded you. See, when Jesus in the church began to lay out, here's what I want most for you to do, he didn't give just an order of service, like here's how you're supposed to do church. Here's how you're supposed to order your service here. Instead, Jesus gave some key dynamics that he wants to be active in his church. Three of those would be these. It would be, go and tell, come and see, and believe and follow. He would say, I want you to go and tell others so that they invite them, that they might come and see if, in fact, this is real, what is going on, in order that they might believe and follow me. And for everybody that does, I want them to then go and tell. You kind of catch that dynamic right there. Now, as you're looking at that, Real quickly where would you put yourself today in which place would you reside today and the follow-up question I have is this now are you stuck could it be that you have come but you're just kind of stuck at the come and see place maybe you're stuck at the believe and follow but it's I'm here but I've not yet been willing to go and tell. Now, if you're at go and tell, you don't get stuck there because you're actually going and telling and being able to bring somebody with you and you're kind of taking them through this dynamic as well. Go and tell or be my witness that Jesus said is just so crucial. One reason it's so crucial is because nobody comes to Jesus without a witness. In the book of Acts, Nobody came to Jesus unless there was a witness in their life. See how critical that is? Here's the good news. Everybody here is a witness. How many have ever either recommended a restaurant that you really liked or talked to a friend about some product that you thought was just super cool? Come on, let me see your hands. You've ever done that? Look, you know what you were? You were all a witness to something. I have been known to be a witness to the big green egg on occasions. In fact, a few people have been, been buying them as a result of that. When Jesus says, I want you to be my witness, he's asking us to this. Would you just tell another who I am? What I've done for you, how you have experienced God. God. What the gospel is, that I've, you know, that Jesus died for our sins, that he was buried, that he rose again according to the scriptures. That's what a witness is. Now, you may, you may remember me saying, this is an incredible blessing that God has given to us. And we're thinking, it really sounds like a job to me. It sounds like a responsibility. In fact, I think it might be a little intimidating to do. So let's just step back for a second. When we are able to be a witness, if Jesus has had life impact on you, if the risen Savior has had an impact in your life, then for you to be able to simply share him with somebody else or help somebody else to know him You know when that takes place there is no greater joy that we find in us we don't have to sell jesus we don't have to twist somebody's arms we just want to introduce another person to jesus for what he's going to do for them and did you know that when we go and tell or a witness for jesus it is one of the keys to spiritual growth or development in us you see When we go and share with another what it is that Jesus is doing for us, it opens us up to a new and fresh working of God in us. In fact, when I share a witness for Jesus, it helps me to maintain and to keep my first love for him, which is really something that many people have found slipping away from them in their lives. If you find yourself stuck or stagnant, you just want to ask yourself, Is it because i have no longer, I mean, I haven't stepped into just telling a friend, telling somebody else what Jesus means to me or what he's done for me in my life? I guarantee you, if you will do that, there will be a renewal of spirit, of spiritual life in you again. And it will be a gift and a blessing from God. One of my friends happens to be a first responder has just given himself to a unique way of sharing hope and help through Jesus with others. He's a chaplain right now. His name is Steve. I just want to let you see a couple moments
0: of Steve's story. Hi, I'm Steve Niles, member of Fox River Christian, also a member of the counseling ministry here with Fox River. I also serve as the uh, chaplain, lead chaplain, for the Waukesha County Sheriff's Department. It's important that we understand that the the men and women of law enforcement need our support, uh, and that's what I try to do. I try to come alongside them and help them sort out some of these situations they find themselves in. When people are hurting, it doesn't take a lot to come alongside and just to simply give them comfort. The healing process, is a wonderful thing to experience. Not only do you see people's lives transformed, but in that same process, you see a healing that takes place and an encouragement in the counselor, in the individuals being helped. Once we come to the realization that God is still working in that situation and that we're not alone, all of a sudden, there's there's this hope that's given. Because we're not alone. Critical situations that people find themselves in, when they can't work through them, themselves, there has to be somebody there to be available that God can use to be able to help them find Him because He's always there. In many cases they know that He's there. It's just that they're having a difficult time talking with Him and and hearing Him. You don't have to look any closer than the person to your right or to your left or the person in front of you or the immediate person behind you to realize that God put them there for a reason. And all you need to do is to swallow a little bit of pride and to say, would you please pray with me? Or would you please, please help me? Or can we have a conversation? This is an opportunity for, especially in in the local church in the body of christ for us to find the unity with one another to help us seek god's voice it's always present god has placed a helper in the midst of those that are hurting and that's what counseling is all about
1: he just joined me to say thanks not only to steve for sharing his story but what he's trying to do to help others and to In his unique way to be able to be that witness for him there. Okay, so let's recap as we wrap up together. There are two gifts or blessings that Jesus gives to us that he said are unstoppable. The first of them would be the witness of Jesus is unstoppable unless, unless it is silent. And if the witness for Jesus goes silent, then we lose. And the one who needs the witness loses as well. So if you've received Jesus, I would like to call you up tonight to let you hear these words from Jesus again, that you are my witnesses. And I want to ask you, and Being a witness is a somewhat public thing. you got to talk to somebody else, so it's like you just can't do it inwardly that way. So if you're a follower of Jesus, would you tonight make the commitment again with me by an upraised hand to say, Jesus, I will be a witness for you. So tonight, if you're willing to make that commitment to Jesus of what he asked for you, will you be a witness for him? Would you lift your hand right now, believer? High schooler, middle schooler, young and everybody like this. And Jesus, you know what can happen with this. That is just, praise God for that. If you haven't received Jesus yet, I'm going to ask you would, you, would you help us? Here's what I mean. If you were at that come and see, and somebody invited you to come, would you ask that person who had their hand raised, Would you tell me what your faith story is would you tell me why you believe what it is that you believe and just let that conversation open itself up that way again we have nothing to sell but so much to be able to share and to be able to give and for everybody that had their hand raised, let me just mention again, because it's Jesus that asked us to be the witness. Jesus asked every one of us to start our witness in a public way through believer's baptism. And if you haven't been baptized yet with believer's baptism, that is a, it's an important first step that you do. If You'll just use the QR code in front of you. Just click on that. You'll see believer's baptism there and let us know that that's something that you're considering or that you're willing to to step ahead with. We can maybe just explain that a little bit more if you have any questions about it. There's a second gift, though. first unstoppable gift is the witness of Jesus, as long as it's not silent. The second unstoppable gift would be the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is unstoppable in our lives unless unless he is ignored. And God has given to us the ability to ignore the Spirit's promptings, the Spirit's help, if we choose to do so. And when we do, we lose. You may be here right now, my listening, listening, And the Spirit of God is prompting you really to put your faith and trust in Jesus. You haven't done it before and you realize that, but you also know this. The Spirit's affirming that Jesus did die for your sins. He is risen. And if you would open yourself up to him, that Jesus is going to do a work in you that is just transforming. So I want to ask you, if you're ready to trust Jesus, to join me in this prayer together. Would you bow your heads? Thank you, Jesus, for doing everything that we need to be able to be a child of God. And what you ask of us is to trust you, to look to you and put our faith and trust in you and in you alone. And as you, Holy Spirit, are affirming that, lives right now everybody that's ready to to put their faith and trust in Jesus tonight for the first time today the first time can I just ask you would just lift a hand for a second God tonight's the night that I'm putting my faith today's the day I'm putting my faith in Jesus yeah thank you those that are online as well if you just indicate that thank you thank you Jesus for saving grace Thank you for what it is that you're putting in front of us right now that is so much bigger than we are, and at the same time, we get to be a part of. We give you the thanks in your mighty name, Lord. And everybody in agreement said, amen.
0: We hope you were encouraged today. Subscribe to the Fox River Podcast to ensure you don't miss future messages. Stay connected through our social media channels on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And of course, make a difference in the lives of those you know by sharing with them. We are grateful for you and hope you join us again soon.